me you gamble the fucking money. Fucking degenerate. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm closing my closet door. I'm going into my podcast dungeon. <laughs> Mine's a little tighter than yours. I'm, I'm leaving the door open. The gates have been closed. Ooh. Someone's calling me. Who's calling me? My dad's calling me. I'm gonna have to decline him. Yeah. Sorry, pops. Sorry, pops. Um. Anyways, what's up? How we living? What you got going? You know, um, I just got ready for work. Got to coach four classes tonight. Orange Theory World, we have a 2,000-meter-row benchmark. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, PR on the 2K? Fuck, I want to say, like, sub-seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah, which ain't bad. I think we expect elite times to be around 620. And, you know, I'm always in the elite category, so. (laughs) Jeremy is the uh, Joe Flacco of the 2,000-meter-row. Is he elite? Is he elite? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no, Flacco's not elite, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Yeah. Anyways, what about <laughs> Anyways. you, bro? What's going on? You, you sound like you have something in your mouth, which isn't unusual. <laughs> there was a big piece of dark chocolate next to me when I sat down, and I, I fucking just stuffed it all in there. Can you adjust uh, my angle so I can see you? Yeah, can you see me? There we go, there we go. What kind of chocolate? Just like Trader Joe's, straight dark chocolate. A little healthier. Good for the good for the antioxidants. My home away from home. You know what's really good there, which I'm sure you probably already know of, but they're uh, cauliflower gnocchi. Oh yeah, I've had it. Dude, you can air fry that bitch. I know. I was hoping to win an air fryer at that uh, white elephant Christmas party. Learned through. That would have been a win. I still haven't even picked up my gifts from your house. I know. I actually used them all. I, you know, I can't even blame you at this point. There's, the KY there's... jelly went first. <laughs> there's like a statute of limitations on days that I needed to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, there's a limit. Statute of limitations, Jesus Christ. Um, by the way, 2000 meter row, 631, and that was nice. over a, over a year ago when I was not even in shape. Nice. Am I in shape now? Probably not still, but it's okay. No, Moving on. Let's move on. Oh, so, buddy. Well. Before a, we get into that, yeah, let's just okay, kind of lay sorry. out for the people how it's going to go now that football season's over. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit last week, and then Jeremy and I kind of hashed it out this morning, what we're, the direction we're trying to take to Gen Life. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're thinking going forward, trying to record on Sunday, mm-hmm. so we'll put out an episode Monday or Tuesday Kind of just recapping the previous week in sports. Correct. Yeah, we may pick a few, talk about games and talk about bets. Um, But in terms of making as many picks as we've been making, probably not. But then we might be doing or trying to do uh, like IG Live, uh, that kind of stuff on Saturday for some like picks, some Saturday picks. You know what we need to do? What's that? Is eventually make this a paying habit. A paying thing that we do. That way we could just do this every day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking great. Shit. Yeah, like a radio show. Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Anyways, that's the eventual goal. Um, but of course, like when March Madness comes around, we'll have to. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do something special for that. Yeah, so we'll switch it up. But but 
for the next month and a half or so, we're going to be going record Sunday, release Monday. So we'll release yep. this one today and then probably wait another week and a half um, to get the next one. And we're going to try and start doing some interviews. Hopefully. Don't, don't give don't, them any names yet. Don't count on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about every week, but it would be nice to trickle in interview here and there. We'll have some hot names. Yeah, actually, we hopefully, hopefully, Lucas has got some connections. Yeah, got a you know a dabble, got a few, <laughs> just just a bit, <laughs> just a tip, <laughs> just um, a tip. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll figure that one out. Yeah. Anyways, um, I kind of want to start with some NBA before we get to the juicy shit, just to mention it. Go for it. So trade deadline was today, three Eastern, so twelve o'clock. So past. Yep. Um. Just want to hear your insight. Let's let's start with one of the bigger ones. Andre Drummond gets traded from the Cleveland, excuse me, Detroit Pistons to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Detroit. I feel terrible for the guy. I feel bad for him too. I really like him. He's like He's a, a likable guy. Yeah. He uh, won me a fantasy championship one time. NBA fantasy. That's a commitment, man. Hey, I have a fantasy baseball title to uphold in a couple months so i remember that i remember that when we started the podcast you were going through the playoffs yeah that was that was amazing anyways you know i mean drummond's a good guy i love what he tweeted out though and essentially just a little synopsis essentially he's saying he don't trust nobody in the nba he get it's he gets it's a business but he had nobody said shit to him until it was announced by Woj. yep like, dude, you've been you drafted this guy and you've had him for how many years? And then you're just gonna get be like, all right, see you later. And he's been your all star center. And probably a good ass dude inside the locker room and with the organization. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean shady. it's one of those things, um, like the Pistons have just been so irrelevant for the past like fifteen years. Yeah. That he's kind of just been lost up there. Like I don't remember the last time I've seen a Pistons game on TV. Um nope. I don't really watch, you know, ESPN highlights at the end of the night like I used to. And, and how much are they really going to show from a Pistons game? So his talents have kind of been not completely unnoticed because he's put up some monster numbers with like 20 point, 20 rebound games. Not just that, but he'll put um, up a few blocks and he's a great steals guy. Yeah, he's a tremendous athlete. I think what did he go to like a year at UConn before I coming so. out? I want to say so. Honestly, whenever I hear of Andre Drummond, I always think about when he shot his shot with his uh, celebrity crush. Was that Who tiny was that? little? It was a tiny little blonde Disney Channel star, white girl. Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> no, God, no, I don't even know. Xenon. Um, no, God, you're going way back, bro. You're going way back to when we were young. That's so Raven. This happened like seven, six, seven years ago. <laughs> the, one of the twins from Double Team the movie. <laughs> Freak athletes. Freak yeah. athletes. Uh, and then they dated for a little while. And I just, oh, wow. The pictures hey, of the two of them on the internet used to just kill me. Here's your lesson me. learned, folks. Shoot your shot. Shoot your goddamn shot. Yeah. Yeah, why not? You miss 100%, 100% of the shots you don't take. A women crush, woman crush Wednesday. Remember that was the thing? That was a thing. I never posted one. Not one. And I posted myself every man curse Monday. <laughs> I love it. There you go. As well you should. As well you should. Self-confidence. Self-love. Yeah. Not from um, the other big trades, except... Well, go ahead. Except, 
My Golden State Warriors doing the damn thing. Bob mm-hmm. Myers is a motherfucking genius. <laughs> Let me tell you why, folks, okay? Here's the trade that goes down. Got it off the top of my dome. We send D'Angelo Russell and Amari Spellman mm-hmm. and Jacob Evans over to Minnesota. We get Andrew Wiggins, a top three uh, first rounded first round protected pick, excuse me, for next year from Minnesota. Top three protected, which is nice. And a second rounder. So not only do we get a first and a second round, and I doubt Minnesota's going to have a top three pick next year, but we also get Wiggins, who, yes, a lot of scrutiny about him, number one overall pick, but I feel like if there's any team, any coaching staff that can turn him around, it's Kerr and Ron Adams, Bruce Frazier. Yeah, Jim I mean, he, he's not as quite as ball-dominant um, as D'Angelo Russell. Exactly. So you're thinking about that starting five coming up next year for the Warriors. Yeah, you're going to have Steph at the one, Clay at the yeah. two. Steph and Clay. Wiggins at the three. Uh-huh. Dre at the four. Yep. And then, or they'll run Dre at the five and have Eric Pascal hit at the four. Yeah, who's been playing well. I think he'll be the sixth man. I think, you know, come on, Looney, if he can be healthy and come Agreed. back. Agreed. Agreed. And who knows if we pick up somebody else because this move not only – Gets rid of a massive contract and a guy that probably wouldn't have fit with Stephen Clay. But also puts us underneath the luxury tag for next year so we won't get the penalty. Yeah. And we get picks. But here's the way that you got to look at it, Warriors fans. Is we were essentially going to let KD walk for nothing. Literally, we were not going to get shit mm-hmm. for KD leaving. Right? He was a free agent. Somehow they worked out the sign and trade to get D'Angelo Russell. Great. But all we knew that was going to be a piece to be traded eventually. And here it is. So now, instead of letting KD walk for nothing, we get Wiggins and two picks. I yeah. mean, I mean, I, I love it. To quote for, the I love man it himself, for the Warriors, but I hate light Warriors. Light years so. ahead, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they're going to be playing in this uh, beautiful arena that has just not been sold out. And uh, the Warriors will be, I don't know, I still don't think, they're not going to be like back to where they were, obviously. But uh, I think they'll be a top five team in the West easy next year. Oh, they're going to they're gonna be in the playoff mix, no problem next year, as long as we're healthy. Yeah, yeah. Go Dubs, baby! Top four. Um, sorry, just got something. Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole knock on Wiggins over the past, I mean, pretty much his NBA career, it's been that he really doesn't have that killer mentality. He he goes out and he puts up a quiet 20 points, and it's like, did he really dominate the game? And everyone's been waiting for the Timberwolves to get over the hump for the past, like, three seasons with Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Wiggins, and it just hasn't happened. So, right. uh, but he's, a, I mean, for a three seed to just let Clay and Steph be the faces of the team and take the heat, and he can just... Get that again, probably quiet 15, 20 points a night. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, great piece. Question for you. What's up? How do you feel about the Rockets? <laughs> See, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna talk about. You were this alluding was made, to it, weren't you? This trade was made, I believe, two days ago is when it was first reported. I don't really know when it was finalized. Um, I think they said it's like the biggest trade since I don't even know in like the last like 15 years or so. Um, four teams, 
Honestly, I'm not even sure. Like, I'm just looking at it from the Rockets standpoint. I'm not even sure who. That's fine. That's fine. Two of the four teams were. Yeah. So the Rockets got rid of their very athletic young center, uh, Clint Capella. Ex soccer player. (laughs) Yeah, until he probably grew to be too tall. Yeah. Um, Guy's a freak athlete. He's, I think, 24. He's out of Switzerland. Um, He was great on the pick and roll with Harden. He just hasn't really been. They just really haven't been meshing this year, and we're kind of the Rockets are kind of slumping. Um, I'm wondering, like, he was so good against the Warriors in those playoff series, so good, and he yeah. was dominant in those seasons. Yeah. Is it like the mesh? Like, what is? I don't get it. New coaching style? I don't understand. I don't know if it has something to do with Westbrook being there, and maybe just the style of play that the Rockets are just trying to shake the league up with. But yeah, I mean, they're going. Bro, they're going. They're going ultimate the small ball. They're going. Like, this is, yeah. I honestly think like you're they're taking it too far. I think so too, and I mean especially when you get rid of Nene also. Like he yeah, was our he I'm was saying. our backup. We got rid of well, our who, starting center and our backup six, center. I don't know. Couldn't even tell you. So you're running been... PJ Tucker at the five now. Yeah, PJ Tucker, who's known as a great defender and just kind of corner three shooter. But uh, there were some funny, funny memes going around on the Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah, there was one with, uh, I saw a couple of P.J. Tucker on stilts on the basketball court. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he could actually play the five. That's great. They went out, I mean, in the trade, they got Robert Covington, who's I like kind of like P.J. Tucker, though. It's not like he's this big he's, guy. He's just a bigger P.J. Tucker, literally. They might be, yeah, maybe he's a slightly taller. I think he's like a 6'8". Well, but he's a true three. He could play four. P.J. Tucker is like a, a legit three. He, I mean, he shouldn't be playing four or five. Yeah, but they they played him four or five in the playoffs plenty of times I mean, last year. I mean, that's the Rockets, though. Not everybody else would do that. Well, no, but that's the NBA nowadays. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest, I don't – getting rid of Nene and Capella, I'm not even sure who our big people are. No idea. No clue. Well, you're in trouble anyways. You guys weren't planning on playing or winning the championship anytime, so – um, just trash. Slow All right, slow your roll. Trash. Calm down. Last one I want to mention, just real quick. Yeah. Is the genius of Andre Iguodala. <laughs> okay, check this out. The guy goes to Memphis. Uh huh. Young team, not expected to do much. Uh, they get Jaw. Uh, they have last year's. I think his name is ja- Justin Jackson, or what's his? Who's the power forward that they got two years ago? Can't remember. But he's legit. He's good. They got a young core. Dylan Brooks from Oregon, looking really nice up there. Yep. Um, and they've turned things around. Iguodala has not played a single game. I think he's been injured. So he's been pretty much golfing Go- the whole time. He's been injured, but he also said from the get-go, he said, trade me to a contender, I'm not going to play for the... Yep. So the, yep. Guy, the guy moves and gets sent to Miami. Now, here's my thing about Miami. Like, I've seen Iguodala first glance the past however many years you know mm-hmm. and he was great the first couple but then you know his knees are shot and he just didn't play much or play well during the regular season now the postseason Andre Godala is a different animal but like what does Miami see that he they feel like is going to put them over the top with AI and the rest of their core now I get it they got a solid ass team but like is Andre Godala that much better than Justice Winslow 
No. I mean, maybe they feel like they have a young team, so they're bringing a veteran presence in. I, but... think, I think that's probably what it is with Hero and and uh, Bam. I mean, Jimmy Butler's there, but he's not the best locker room influence. No, but now he's like the face of the team, so he's kind of like the bootleg D-Wade coming in. Yeah, um, exactly. Who else do they get? They get Jay... They got Jay Crowder. Did you mention that? Yeah, yeah. Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. It's just I, I just think it's funny because Andre essentially is like, nope, not playing. Oh, wait, I'm going to get cashed out by the Heat as soon as I get traded. So we got an extension as soon as he gets there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it was two years, 30 mil. Yep. Shit. Easy money for a rich dude. I know. And there's no tax in Florida, so he's just pocketing 30 mil. And playing a shit ton of golf. Oh, man. It's crazy. Anyways, any more thoughts? On the NBA? No. I mean, I'm just excited for... Obviously, this is, slow... this is the dead period for sports. I yeah. mean, it's NBA is kind of getting to the all-star break. Baseball is still like a month and a half out. We're waiting for March Madness. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. XFL. Boy! I'm not into it. I am hyped. Whether I'm faking it and convincing my brain... But, um, yeah, I'm hyped. I'm so excited. I've never been more excited in my life. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just waiting for you to keep going. <laughs> I was like, did I lose Jeremy? Is he no, just no, over? Is he over this conversation? I, I am. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I, I said. I can't do it. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I lied. I'm not, like, all in, obviously. But I'm going to try and catch some games. The Action Network doesn't even have a section for the XFL. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's okay. It's just that's that's how unimportant it is to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. What you're just you're you're harshing my vibe, bro. Well, what I'm trying to say is move <laughs> on to a new sport, bro. What new sport? What do we got? I mean, I'm into college basketball right now. My Aztecs well, are arguably the top team in the country. So that's that. We but, got college hoops, we got NBA, and we got hockey right now, and then we got baseball coming up in a couple months. I am, I'm sorry to any hockey fans out there, but I am so much more into the XFL than hockey. Well, here's my thing: we're talking betting, or are we talking watching? I guess, I guess betting is is cool for for hockey. You've been killing yeah. hockey Sticks germ, is where it's man. At, bro. Hockey germ. I got a couple picks today. Let's hear it. Just you want hit me to drop it, bro? Yeah. Even though you're probably not going to hear this by the time the games have begun, I made three picks in hockey tonight, and I made an NBA pick as well. Okay. So, for hockey, I've got the Anaheim Ducks at a plus 145. They are visiting and playing. Let's see here. I got you. The Montreal Canadiens. Similar records. A little bit of a line shift with that money line. So I took it, plus 145. I got the Vegas Golden Knights, who have been on a tear for the past month or so. They're playing uh, the Florida Panthers. And you're going to get them at minus odds, which is telling you something because they're visiting at a minus 135. And if you don't like the money line there, then I like the under 6.5 goals for that same game, Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. Okay. There he the is. Hoops. Okay. I got Spurs versus Blazers under 228. That total has actually dropped. The original total started at 231. You can still get it at maybe 228.5. Majority are going over as they always do. 3,000 bets on the game, but line movement plus less money. 
It's telling me to go under. Okay. Speaking of the Blazers, I... by the way, I just want to put an honorable mention out there. Damian mm-hmm. Lillard, MVP. Oof. The dude is balling. Dame Dalla. MVP. I mean, in all honesty, I have not paid enough attention to really start throwing out MVP votes. I mean, obviously what he did in that Lakers game post the tragedy uh, at Staples Center was huge. But, yeah, did he's having a hell of a season. Too? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I, I love how she had the audacity to ask him. Like, why, you know, why didn't you want to let them win? Bro, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, come it's on. It's a fucking basketball game, lady. Yeah. Um, I hear with that shit. You, you still got some more? I feel like you were just rolling. I was ready to have you keep going. No, I'm going. good. I'm ready to talk Super Bowl. Uh, real quick, I, I like the Blazers in that game, minus three and a half against the Spurs okay. at home. Um, okay. Playing, trying to, I think they're kind of picking up steam lately. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're playing better. They had a, a under 500 record for a while. They, I think they still do. Yeah, they're 23 I, and 28, but they're they're playing better. Okay. Yeah, I like the Bucks Sixers under 227. Okay. And there was a college basketball game. I like UCLA Arizona State over 141. That game is being played at ASU. Uh, UCLA starting to finally play a little better, but uh, yeah, I like the over there. The spread's four and a half. I might take UCLA plus four and a half sugar cookie, but feeling the over a little more. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, here we go. Oh, the Stuper Bowl. Stuper Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how do we want to do this? Uh, we lost the majority of our prop bets that we talked about last week. Oh, God. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just praying for a missed extra point. Um, I went heavy. Obviously, my for sure was that the Niners would rush for 49.5 yards over the Chiefs' total rushing. But they were up at they were up 50. They had 52 more yards than the Chiefs did in the fourth quarter. Okay. And they got the ball back one drive. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to kind of stretch this thing out. I'm going to win that prop bet, and the Niners will probably win the game. And that would yeah. lead to Jeremy winning his bets. And uh didn't happen. Didn't happen. Did not. So... What about you? Well, Let's give us your little insight on your Vegas weekend and yeah, getting the Super well, Bowl. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention my picks first, and then I'll kind of allude to uh, how my Vegas weekend went. But um, wow, he did. He had 28 yards. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so Mahomes, how many touchdowns did he throw? Two. I think two. What a little fucker. Anyways, <laughs> um, I hit. I missed on that one. To over two and a half passing touchdowns. My. I got I did like the under which did hit but I did say to get it at 55 so if it wasn't at 55 probably not to take it so obviously it's kind of wishy-washy my yeah. three and a half field goals over did not hit the oh, most hurt, under two and a half catches that was easy money Tevin mm-hmm. Coleman under 27 and a half yards do you want to know how many yards this fool had 26 28 oh are you he, kidding me he had that one run of like 25 yeah Damn. And then uh, Moster under 12 and a half receiving yards. That was a lock. And actually, second half outscoring the first half, that was a, a hit as well. So I actually didn't do bad on the props. I just wasn't able to bet on all of those because they didn't have them available at the book that I was at. Ah, uh, gotcha. The one that was huge was I had Mahomes under 36 and a half rushing yards. Oh. So, you said under? 
Yes. Yeah, this ladies and gentlemen, the... Jeremy can get into this. This is the bad beat of bad beats. Thank you. Right bad here. beats of bad beats. So check this out. And really, it was a it was a hit for me. It was but a win bad for Jeremy, yeah. Yeah, bad beat for anybody who took the over. Anyways, Mahomes, he rushes, I think he gets to about 45, 50 yards by, I want to say, late in the fourth quarter, somewhere around then. And at that point, when I saw that last run, I'm like, fuck it, my ticket's done. I didn't rip it up, but my ticket was done. And then the Damian Williams run to ice the game to make it 31-20. I'm like, okay, this game's fucking over. Everybody I'm with is super upset, and they turn off the TV. Okay. Yeah. We all end up going to the fucking kitchen and getting bottles and beers and just getting fucked up. Right. As Niner fans probably did after they saw that. Mm-hmm. So then I'm on Twitter. I want to say around 9:30, 10 o'clock Super Bowl night. And I'm just scrolling through. And then I see I'm from Bleach Report betting. Shout out Bleach Report betting. And uh, they said this is the bad beat of the game. And I guess Pat Mahomes kneeled down three times at the end of the game. Yep. To give him a minus 15 yards of rushing <laughs> to put him under the 36 and a half. Yeah. But by this time, I had already ripped my ticket in half. Had you really? I did. How much was on it? $200 to win 400 total. Did you tape it back together? Hold on. So then I look for the ticket. Yeah. And my friends, being the great friends they are, decided to clean up the house. Oh. Ticket is in the trash. Oh, so you found it. Hold on. Just so I'm like, so okay. Fucking anxiety is killing me. I'm going garbage hunting. Yeah. Underneath stacks of cans of beer, bottles, in and out burger with the spread all over the place, I find all my tickets. <laughs> I put them back up on the counter. I piece the one together, and I found it. Yes. I just taped it up this morning. I'm going to send it into Vegas and get my $400, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, they, you think they'll 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 give me that, right? I feel like Vegas has seen it all in terms of yeah, in terms of tickets. Yeah. I mean, in terms of everything, but yeah, yeah. like obviously angry betters who think something's over, and then a, a wild finish leads to crumpled up tickets, ripped up tickets, puked you know, on tickets, blood, blood on tickets, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, I wonder if Maybe there's any like cases have been solved by. Semen on a ticket. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mystery was solved by semen on the winning Sports ticket. Sports ticket. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's, okay. uh, that was my Vegas trip. Like, can, let me tell you about real quick how it got into that, though. So I, I wake up after going out to the club on Saturday night. Slept maybe about two and a half, three hours. Yeah. I go work out. Feeling okay after the workout. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy some Raising Cane's. You ever had Raising Cane's, Luke? No. It's a chicken tender place. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen. Okay, keep But going. their sauce is phenomenal. Okay. Okay? I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to buy the house 50, 75 chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. So I grab those, and this is all before I place my bets. So I take the chicken with me to the casino. <laughs> Shout out Gold Coast over by the Palms in Rio. There you go. I see that there's a $5 minimum craps table. So I take out 200. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me see what I can do if I can build a bankroll for more bets. Yep. I sit on the table for an hour with my chicken tenders. <laughs> Just the, the scent of them coming out while I'm uh, rolling. Uh. I come up about $1,500 in an hour. So I take all, I get all my money back for that I lost on the weekend. 
feeling great. Got my chicken tenders, place my beds, bring it back to the house. And the first half, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I, I'm, this is I'm, good. I'm going to win. <laughs> Third quarter. They go up 20 to 10. Oh, my God. This is about to be the best fucking Sunday of my life. Yeah. And then Pat Mahomes just crushed my dreams. And all the chicken tenders were gone by that time, so fuck. Pat Mahomes crushed your dreams. I mean, the Niners secondary crushed your dreams. God. So let's get a little analysis here, Lukey Boak. What are your thoughts on the game? Um, I didn't love Shanahan not calling a timeout at the end of the end of second quarter. Yeah, the first half he fucked that up. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, man? Take any points you can get against this team. Yeah, I mean, look and see what Doug Peterson did three years ago against the Pats. Right. I mean, you play an aggressive game. You're playing arguably the better team. I mean, I know right. you are confident in your play calling and your team and whatnot and that defense, but you're you ex you excel at running the ball. So call a timeout. I think it was just under two minutes. Uh, it's the two minute warning. It just passed. So call a timeout, and then you have two timeouts left and about a minute fifty on the clock, and you can still run the ball. Well, they had I think they was only about one thirty one forty left. Well, they, it took it down like to just below a minute, I believe. Well, they ran it on first down. Well, yeah, and they that, got some chunk well, yards, too. but then they they took forever to get to the line. And well, they it wasn't the timeout. It was before, even before the run play. The Chiefs, they had like tackled the Chiefs before the first down and let the clock run down to like under a minute, and then they get the ball back and run it and let the clock run down again. Got that huge run play. I think that was yeah. that Tevin Coleman run. Call the timeout after the Chiefs play. Don't. I'm not even worried about the first run play they had. Then you got like a minute fifty left on the clock, and you can still run the ball, do what you excel at. Yep. Um, and if it doesn't work out, then you're running the clock down and the, you make the Chiefs call their timeouts. Yep. But I don't know. So wasn't super excited about that. Um, and then going forward, I, I honestly, I would need to look back at the game and see those drives that led to the Chiefs getting the ball. I think Jimmy, Jimmy G just didn't have the greatest game. I mean, you can look at Shanahan's like time management and play calling, but Jimmy G just missed a few open receivers. Well, that... I think what he did is he also missed not just open receivers with his pass, but he missed a few reads on some plays. Well, that's what that's what I'm implying. Yeah, not just yeah. not not inaccuracy with the pass so much as he's getting locked in on one guy by his pre-read, yep. pre pre-snap read, and then he's yep. sticking with him when in reality yep. he should have gone somewhere else. So. Well, and actually, honestly, I don't even think he's sticking with that first snap read because I think anytime they put out George Kittle on a pass play because he blocks a shit ton. That should be your first option. Yeah. The guy's a mismatch for anybody on the Chiefs defense, and he's got the best hands out of the, all of the receivers that they have on that team. And he missed him so many times yeah. when he went for somebody else. I know. He tried to force a slant on one, like, third and five. Yep. Wasn't there. Yep. Uh, it was just, yeah. Yeah, not so the best. I think Jimmy missed a bunch of reads. I think, you know, and, well, to be honest, he was playing well. He had a good third-quarter drive when they came out in the first or second half. Yeah. So yeah. I think he was just kind of, I don't know, rattled a little bit. I'm not quite sure. It was more of, I think, a collective thing, not so much one person. I think Jimmy played well up until that fourth quarter. Yeah. But the three and out and then giving the ball back to the Chiefs after they went up 20 to 17, I think that was the biggest mistake right there. Mm-hmm. You had yeah, to extend man. it, had to burn the clock out a little bit more. 
And then obviously, I think the big play that really crushed everybody was the third and fifteen, where you got the the play to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that I mean easily. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, got the I Chiefs. Yeah, that on NFL Films. Actually, I watched like a ten minute clip earlier. It's pretty sick. Oh, really? Like broke down the play from both sides of the ball. Yeah. So essentially, uh, what had happened was, I think uh, they had an incompletion, some kind of penalty. It brought them to the third and fifteen. Oh. And they had a completion on second and 15, but it was overturned on a challenge flag to Tyreek Hill. He didn't catch yeah. it. Yeah, he kind of so ran then, like a deep, deep curl, and uh, yeah, it was just and short. So while they were challenging and they were reviewing it, Mahomes goes over to Eric, I think his name is Benami or Benami, the offensive coordinator, and he's like, hey, let's run Wasp. And um, Benami was like, how do you, do you want it, what, down a distance? He's like, I don't care, any, first, fourth, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and he just knew he wanted that play. And a wasp essentially is going to run uh, trips right with the wide receivers. Tyreek Hill is going to play that middle receiver on the trips, and then he's going to run a double move into a post. Excuse me, a corner. So he runs it like he's running a post, and as soon as the safety turns his hips towards the middle of the field, he runs it to the other side, to the outside, and he has pretty much the defender underneath him because he's just so goddamn fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great play call. I mean, yeah, clearly. It almost seems shocking that you can let Tyreek Hill get that wide open, but he's so fucking fast. Yep. Yeah, and you saw that. I don't know if it was safety or corner on the other side of the field for the, the Niners kind of bit down on the drag underneath, and uh, yep. it just led to just one-on-one with the safety. And it almost helped that Mahomes underthrew it a little bit. That just pocket in the field was so wide open, but it was just, yeah, it was tough. I wanted, I wasn't like broken up over the fact that the Niners lost, but it would have been fun to have a parade over here. Oh, and I mean, the city would have been electric, man. I mean, it would have been crazy. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention, like, yes, I had money on it, so that would have been a nice hit. But I have so much family and friends that are Niners fans, and you know, if if I had a team and they were in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, you know, I'd hope they'd root for me too. So, yeah, look at that. That's just love and support. I can't believe I'm so nice right now. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Um, I also had Nick Bosa for MVP, and let me just say that dude, even though he didn't have many stats to show for it, he was amazing in that game. He played great. I mean, the pressure on Mahomes. You got to give some credit to the the Niners D line. There's a reason why Mahomes was playing shitty and threw two picks. Exactly. They were lighting them. They were lighting that O line up. Yeah, yeah, they were getting in there. Um, shout out to you, also, by the way. I wanted to give you some props. I almost forgot Whoa. to bring this up. Whoa. Uh, Damien Williams could have easily been the MVP in that game. Did I say Damien Williams? You did, and Fish gave you some crap, and you were like, yeah, I know, it's not likely, but you know, if you want to drop like 20 bucks on Damien Williams plus yeah, whatever it was. 1550 I mean, he had a hell of a game rushing. He he caught the first touchdown pass, which is really just he did all the work. It was a tiny little dump off out of the backfield, and Dude, he, the guy was a game changer. And then he that broken run at the end of the game for what like thirty five yards. Yeah, that would have been solid. Yeah, I, I just it's about opportunities when you look at these kinds of things. I mean, Lashawn McCoy was inactive, a healthy scratch. Yeah. And they have they have two rookies behind Damian Williams. Are they going to let the rookies really run the rock? No, and then also, like we just talked about with Bosa and that pass rush, you know, it's going to affect the passing game so that, you know, running back needs to step up, whether it's short dumps out of the backfield or yep. or long runs. But 
you know, Mahomes the face of the NFL now. They're going to give him the MVP. It's just the easy. Absolutely. It was the easy decision. Even though I believe that Damian Williams had as good of a game. I wouldn't say better, but I think he had as good of a game as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, definitely. As much impact on the game. I mean, really. Well, thank you, Lukey Bo. Yeah, you're welcome, man. I was upset because I put 20 bucks on Debo Samuel, who was really the 49ers offense for that whole first half. Oh, my God. The rushes he had. I wish... Damn, man, the over 13 and a half rushing yards for Debo was a prop. Oh, God, that's... He well, hit that on the first run he had. <laughs> I know. He had like three end rounds. I'm like, did the Chiefs, they did the Chiefs not stop times. this? <laughs> but I was like, if he can get in the end zone in the second half and the Niners win, it was like 20 payout, like 480 bucks. I was like, oh, right. this would be amazing right now. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, so it was too bad. You know, it is what it is. Hopefully the Niners can kind of keep their team together. Oh, I don't they'll know. bounce back. They're bringing everybody back. Uh, they're going to franchise tag Ar- Eric Armstead. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and then... How much does a franchise tag they're... get you nowadays? Is it like six mil for the first year and then like, I think like eight for the, the second or position. something? Depends yeah, on the player position. Be. But he's going to get cashed out. And he said he doesn't mind getting franchise tagged either. He wants to stay. Yeah, I mean, this game, it just motivates you. At least to give it like one more year. Oh, I mean, if you, you can to. try and stay, the Niners are going to be back, if not in the Super Bowl, back in the playoffs, definitely. Yeah. I'd be willing to put a future bet right now. I mean, you're going to get plus odds on that too, but they're going to be back in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure. There's your for sure. <laughs> yeah. The Niners back in the in the playoffs, is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the toughest division in, in football probably right now, to be honest. Right. But yeah, I think they'll be back. I mean... I still love that defense in Shanahan and what they got. So, yeah, Shanahan's gonna win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. The next, the next Andy Reid is he gonna have just a bunch of? How long of a wait is it gonna be? Twenty-one years for the Walrus. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, should we kind of wrap things up here? I know you got to get going soon. Yeah, that's it, man. Cool. All right, folks. So, um, not next Thursday or Friday, but that following Monday. So I actually don't know. So I think around the seventeenth. And also make sure you check out the Instagram Live for weekends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do some uh, post-hangover, Valentine's hangover, we're sad and lonely uh, picks on Saturday. So. That's this weekend? Ne- <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> You're okay. It's next Friday. Okay. Got it. We're doing a freaking stoplight party at Orange Theory. I'm like, how weird is that going to be? What is that? Like wear green if you're single, yellow if you're whatever, and red is if you're taken. Members? For everybody, yeah. Huh. That's yeah. weird. I kind of want to go tie-dye, red, yellow, green, just to fuck huh. with people. I have a tie-dye shirt. Red, yellow, green? Or just... Uh, it's got those colors. Might have to. Might have to steal your shirt. Actually, I think it the predominantly has those colors, but it's, you know, for buff guys only, Luke. Yeah, I probably won't be able to fill it out, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll emotionally fill it out. All right, dude. Well, this is uh, fun. Yep. Um, kind of a little teaser of what's to come. We didn't do a ton of picks today, but hopefully we can start integrating some interviews and maybe like some, uh, yeah, some more segments. So I should have seen the hands Lucas was just using to explain what he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Some more segments. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll oh, see. Very similar to hands he would be using uh, for a <laughs> blowjob. All right, we're we're done here. Okay, later right. guys. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. 
I will try not to sing out of key. 